Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. All right, uh, Curtis, it is night seven of Hanukkah. You have uh, two Jewish children, Hunter and Carter. I imagine their hands will be out. They'll be ready to accept the seventh night of presents. What will they get tonight? Oh, I was there for the lighting of the largest Hanukkah in the world, as they say, outside the Plaza Hotel of 57th and 5th. With uh, John Katsimatidis, his family, and then also Sid Rosenberg was up there with uh, Rabbi Shmuley Butman with the torch. And I came with a canister of VO5 hairspray in case the crazy Hamas supporters showed up and tried to shut it down so that it would act like a flamethrower. So, you know, if you ever did it as a kid with a lighter, yeah. it was like a flamethrower, oh, right? It looked like a dragon. Right. You can imagine with a torch and <laughs> yeah. 5 we, we would have had all those Hamas people on the run. So your question is, let me tell you how I'm getting shook down here, actually by all three of my sons. First, let's deal with the two youngest who are Jewish. There's Carter, who's already been bar mitzvahed, and Hunter will be bar mitzvahed in March. Uh, I've had to fork over 10 bucks to each of them for all eight Hanukkah nights. That's 80 bucks a piece times to 160. Plus, they want Christmas presents. You're kidding. Then, my Gentile son, the oldest, Anthony, just celebrated his 20th birthday. So that's a birthday present there. And he wants Christmas presents all within the month of Detroit. I think I'm in worse fiscal shape than the city of New York going into this budgetary <laughs> round. I can, do you want me to? Float you alone? Uh, My rates are good. Uh, no. You're Jewish, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, let me not get into that, right? Oh, my God. But anyway, speaking of Jews, again, the rabble closed down the Manhattan Bridge last night from the river to the sea. And, in fact, um, out of town, no cojones, Eddie Caban, the police commissioner, was at another Christmas party and not doing his job, which would have been to say you can't cross the bridge. You can't. This is like they have a license to close down the Brooklyn Bridge or Manhattan Bridge whenever they want. But this demonstration was led by Queers for Palestine. I want I want you to hear some of what they said. So NYPD, KKK, IDF, you're all the same. Doesn't really rhyme. No, but, you know, it's a struggle. This one, though, they got down pat because this they've been saying ever since the day after the pogrom in southern Israel by uh, Hamas, the government of Gaza and its number one terrorist group uh, just launched death and destruction on the people of Israel. You see, that's more of a flow. It does, yeah. But now, since this was sponsored by Queers for Palestine, okay, 
I want you to track it down because apparently they're affiliated with the BDS movement, which is boycott, divestment, and sanctions against the state of Israel. And find out who the leaders are, maybe talk to them. Because uh, I've been all throughout the West Bank. Uh, Gay and lesbian uh, lifestyle is not accepted at all. Could lead to your quick death or just take catching a beatdown. It was even worse in Gaza. Now, I was only there for a few hours in, like, uh, the late 90s when it was run by the PLO and they didn't have the barriers. So I didn't stay long enough. But I have never seen a gay liberation flag in the West Bank, and I've traveled throughout the West Bank, and I didn't see one in Gaza. Yet they're all over Tel Aviv. All over. There are more gay and lesbian flags in Tel Aviv and Israel than there are Israeli flags. That's true. I want you to get a spokesperson on explaining and say, does this movement, uh, Queers for Palestine, do you think it would survive in Baghdad or Tehran or Beirut or Damascus or in Saudi Arabia or in any of the Gulf Emirates states of the Persian Gulf or Egypt where they are basically arrested in mass gays and lesbians and locked them in the gulag? Well, I have reached out to them. Queers for Palestine, they have an Instagram page, which I'm shocked. You're, you're kidding. No, I kid you not. Queers for Palestine. Has an Instagram page. Everybody has an Instagram page, right? So why not Queers for Palestine? So I have sent them a message as soon as they get back to me. I may be as soon as this afternoon. I'll be able to give you the info on what Queers for Palestine has to say about anything. Do they have any knowledge that they could not survive in any Arabic-speaking uh, or um, uh, couldn't survive. No, no, Karachi. I don't think they could survive in Pakistan. Did they realize they, they can't survive in any of these places if they openly claim to be gays or lesbians or transgenders? I, you know, I would hope so. I mean, there's these stories of people being thrown off buildings in Gaza when they found out they were gay. I mean, confirmed stories. These are not urban legends. They're now, true stories. Now, you'll be a lot better to talk to them because your voice is very soothing, uh, and maybe you can elicit a comment. Some but people say that. doesn't yeah. appear that anybody else in the media is doing this. Have you seen any stories about that? No. I hadn't. And in fact, until you mentioned Queers for Palestine an hour ago, I had never heard of the organization yeah, well, before. I tracked them because you have to know what your enemy is up to. And I always tell everybody out there, stop thinking about who's on your side. Think about who your enemies are and try to explore their weaknesses. And this. Is a clear weakness. If you're out there as a gay or lesbian or transgender, and you're out there waving the Palestinian flag and claiming to be queers for Palestine, whether you went to Gaza or the West Bank, guess what? It would be a poke, chop, and off with your head. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. I see. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and Reed. Check this out. This is the Rip and Reed featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Reed. Oh, God. I really hate Adam. What, what, what is his name, Adam? Adam Sandler. I really hate this guy. With a passion. By the way, uh... Justin Ellick, you have a new nickname, Wrong Day Justin Ellick. I asked you to find out what position Adam Sandler, who played Zohan, remember the greatest um, IDF soldier of all time in Israel, who then came to uh, America, to New York, and became a hairstylist and tried to snack on a Palestinian woman. You remember that movie, made $200 million at the box office. And I'm looking. 700 prominent Jews in the entertainment industry who have signed a letter of support for the state of Israel. I don't see his name. I don't see David Lee Roth. You remember of Van Halen. He was a Jewish kid who grew up in uh, Indiana, then went to Pasadena, California, where he met the Van Halens. And Gene Simmons of KISS, which is on the shelf now, a proud Israeli Jew, grew up in Haifa. I haven't seen his name either. Okay, cut this. I, I really, this is, this is causing me surus. So, uh, wrong day. Uh, Justin and Alec, please, would you finally reach out to Adam Sandler, who's made money on being... You know, really pro-Israeli Jew. Find out where he is on this. David Lee Roth, most people don't know he's Jewish. Uh, And Gene Simmons, now hanging it up with the uh, Kiss Army. I'm sure some of them must know, but he was always proudly saying, I'm an Israeli first. I was born in Haifa. Could you do that uh, wrong day, uh, Justin Ellick? I know these are like three of your heroes. But God forbid I sully their reputation. But I noticed I heard this morning on with Sid Rosenberg. Yes, I'm on every morning at 7.05, Monday through Fridays. I heard Michael Rappaport, the um, actor, 
lives in the Upper East Side. When I last saw him, I remember he was in that video in that Rite Aid that the uh, shoplifters had cleared out, and all he did was video it and decry. He didn't try to tackle the shoplifter. He didn't try to do any of that. And then he started lecturing people like me, Gentiles. He put out a YouTube video. It's there. You can go see it. Uh, Michael Rappaport's going to tell me, a righteous Gentile, what I can call Jews. At Jewish people. By the way, I don't like non-Jews referring to Jewish people as Jews. I do not like non-Jewish people referring to Jewish people as Jews. You say Jewish, Jewish people, Jewish person. I find it condescending. The Jew, the Jews, Jewish, Jewish. You can get the extra syllable out. Oh, my God. So I guess he was a supporter of George Santos. Isn't that what George Santos uh, said, even though he proved to be a Fugazi Jew, a Fugazi Latino? And if, well, he obviously is gay, we think. Remember remember what George Santos said about his uh, Jewish background? So as I've said many times, and I think you've heard me say this, I always joke, I'm Catholic, but I'm also Jew-ish, as in ish. Jew-ish, as in ish. I guess that would make uh, Michael Rappaport's day. And then Michael Rappaport wanted to go on and lecture Catholics. That George Santos says he is, although I don't know. I, I don't know if you can believe anything that that guy said from birth to death. Uh, but what I know, I am an AMP Catholic. Ashes on Wednesday, palms on Sunday. Then you don't see me for a month of Sundays. It don't take that much energy to say Jewish. Spit it out. We don't say Cath the Caths. We say the Catholics, the Irish Catholics. I don't understand what the hell he's talking about. And yet he was in Israel. Uh, he was visiting the areas that were under attack by the government of Gaza in, uh, in the state of what we'll call Hamas, since it's Hamas that's in control there. They are the number one terrorist group in addition to Islamic Jihad and the remaining elements of Fatah. He gave uh, Sid Rosenberg an updated report. But what town, uh, what town was he uh, doing his broadcast from? I'm in uh, a town called Isubia. Okay, that's a kibbutz. Okay, I got that. That's, I think that's the one where all those guys from Thailand were, uh, you know, in the Philippines. They were working in the kibbutz. Okay, so now would it be wrong for me to call him a tough Jew in the fact that he is supporting Israel by being there in the war zone? And not safely here on the Upper East Side. Would it be? Would he object to me saying, "Hey, Michael Rappaport, that's one tough Jew." By the way, there was a New York Times bestseller about one tough Jew. Did very well, and it critiqued all the tough Jews. Yeah, you would like this uh, wrong day, Justin Ellick, since that is the faith uh, of your birth. Uh, you go back in time. Some of the roughest stuff. Yeah, Jake LaMotta, I've said it over and over, and Jews, they don't believe me when I tell them that. I said, Jake LaMotta, pound for pound, probably the toughest fighter ever to get in the ring. If you saw the great movie Raging Bull, you saw how he was in with one of the greatest fighters of all time, Sugar Ray Robinson. And at times, Robinson just used him as a punching bag. 
But LaMotta would not go down. LaMotta was bleeding. LaMotta was bloody. Uh, I remember seeing him at Il Vagabondo in his uh, latter years. He'd be wearing a black cowboy hat just like Don Imus did. Always a drop-dead gorgeous blonde uh, on his arm. And by the way, I had many conversations with him. Il Vagabondo in the shadow of the 59th Street Bridge, the Queensboro Bridge, the Ed Koch Bridge. Would you, would you figure one name to call that bridge? And they had the bocce court there. It's now closed. He would hold court there. And he had lucid conversations with him. Nobody got hit more than Jake LaMotta. But his mother was a Jew. He was born a Jew. The other family, they won't acknowledge that their kids are Jewish by birth. Uh, the Gattis. Yeah, Gotti Sr. and his uh, wife, Victoria Gotti uh, Sr., she's Jewish. I believe Ukrainian. So that makes the guy who tried to kill me, John Gotti Jr., Jewish. Victoria Jewish, Victoria Gotti Jr., and uh, Angel, the sweetheart of Frank Morano. That Mama Luke. See, I told my son the other day, I had my youngest son with me. We were walking around the city before I did uh, the other side of midnight show that I do on uh, Saturday mornings from 12 midnight to 6 till the break of dawn. Nobody goes to sleep on me. Uh, And then Sunday morning, back to back, belly to belly. And it was SantaCon out there, like it's going to be this weekend coming up in Hoboken. They should ban that. And I had to explain to him. Why people uh, in Santa Claus suits were projectile vomiting and fighting with one another, and how it's a waste of time for me to try to break up Santa Claus's exchanging punches. But I said, son, you got to be a tough Jew in this life. They're going to come at you no matter where you go. You got to be able to put your dukes up. You got to be able to fight, take a beating, give a beating. And he looked at me like I was talking some kind of a foreign language. It's the Rip and Read. Talking about featuring Curtis Lewa. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Talking about this is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Caught another liar. Another liar. They always like to claim that I lie to all of you on the most powerful radio station in the nation by day, WABC. And once the sun goes down, the most powerful radio station in the globe. Our entire world. No doubt about it. So yesterday... uh, Arthur Idala, who has been uh, the defender of Comrade Bill de Blasio, part-time mayor, dope from Park Slope, and his crooked wife, Charlene, that we all know stole $1.5 billion of our tax dollars for a fake program, for Gacy program called Thrive, that was supposed to help the emotionally disturbed, and we can't find one person who attributes their care to Thrive. Where did the money go? either a bank account in Panama, Switzerland, the Cayman Islands, Antigua. Everybody knows that. But the Democrats will not eat their own babies. 
and we have a one-party system in New York City and New York State, and so there's no uh, accountability. It would be the same thing if it were all Republicans. doesn't matter. So he got away with that, and Arthur Idala was always in the forefront of defending uh, de Blasio, helping to raise money uh, for him. Then, likewise, he served in the same capacity for de Blasio 2.0. That has turned out to be Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, mayor of the illegal aliens. Time and time again, he would rise to the forefront on the Sid Rosenberg show in the morning and say, oh, the city is getting much better, the subways are safer, the streets are safer, people are coming back to New York, Uh, we've recovered, bull feathers. And now he's serving in the same capacity, carrying the water. For Andrew Evilize Cuomo, King Cuomo II, the son of Mario Facha Bruta Cuomo, King Cuomo I, who was intently listening to this show, as he does all of my shows, on our FM affiliate, WLIR, FM standing for freaking morons, feeble-minded, fornicating madly, free marijuana, and, of course, that Mama Luke Frank Morano. In the compound of the Cuomo's, It's owned by Fredo, his brother Chris Cuomo, with a muscle between both ears, and guarded by his wartime consigliere, Joe Pococo, who has been released from federal prison for a variety of uh, crimes committed, political crimes. And he's back at it to defend the Cuomos and to take out all of their enemies with Louisville sluggers. Uh, before he bends your leg and stuffs it in your pocket, as he has done for many, many decades, on behalf of Mario Facha Bruta Cuomo and uh, Andrew Evilize Cuomo, uh, he gives you a choice whether he hits you with an aluminum bat or an ashwood Louisville slugger bat. But he's back in action. And the Cuomos have hit the mattresses. They're stirring the marinara sauce as they plan. Michael Corleone, a.k.a. Andrew Evilize Cuomo's comeback. And a, and a person who was out there trying to set up interviews, protected interviews for Andrew Evilize Cuomo, where he doesn't have to ans- answer any sensitive questions. It's all, it's all a filibuster. It's all propaganda. First and foremost is Arthur Idalo, who, if uh, obviously... Andrew Evilize Cuomo ever gets into elective office again over my dead body and other people's dead bodies, uh, oh, he's going to make out handsomely. He'll be, he'll be wine-dined and pocket-lined enormously. Well, this is the lie he told yesterday on the Sid Rosenberg show against me, and I had to cold bust him this morning at 7.05 as I do all of my critics uh, with Sid Rosenberg, Monday through Fridays at 7.05. That's why I called Cuomo. That's why I talked to Sedio to come on your show to give your, your listeners a little dose of reality. And the dose of reality, in some, I can summarize, is very simple. There was no meeting at Juniors. Uh-oh. There was no meeting uh-oh. at Juniors. Yeah, uh-oh. Uh, you don't want to believe me? How about the New York Post, December 5th? Yeah. In which they said on Sunday, Andrew Cuomo was spotted having lunch at Junior's Restaurant with former Brooklyn Democratic leader Frank Sedio, a source who forwarded a photo of the two said. Yeah, I've got the, uh, the New York Post copy here right in front of me from December the 5th. And it does say that Cuomo has upped his public profile this year as he attempts to claw his way back to relevancy, hosting a podcast, speaking at churches, political clubs. And, of course, we put him on. And uh, like uh, Curtis said, I'll read it again. On Sunday, Cuomo was spotted having lunch at Junior's Restaurant 
with former Brooklyn Democratic leader Frank Setio, a source who forwarded a photo of the two said. So for what it's worth, and I've been saying this for two days, and I love Arthur. I love him. I really do. But ask me yesterday, who do I believe in this? You or Artie, I never even hesitated. Thank you. I said you. you. And now the New York Post has confirmed what you said happens to be true. So here it is, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, wrong day, Justin Ellick. Uh, I want you to reach out to Arthur Idella. I really demand an apology. He can put it in writing. He can come on the air, apologize. Uh, but he can't be allowed to continue to continue disparage me when, in fact, I am not only buttressed by what I know in terms of talking to personnel at Juniors who saw Andrew Evilize Cuomo and Frank Setio, the crooked former Democratic uh, head of the Kings County machine, who was partners with uh, uh, Frank Carone. Uh, they have a law firm together. He's the bag man for Eric Adams. And, and again, I'm going to state what the deal was that was made at Juniors. The understanding is if for any reason Eric Adams has to step aside, like elected officials have done so before in order to avoid prosecution. We saw that with Elliot Spitzer. The feds uh, gave him the choice. You can step aside or we prosecute you for the... Uh, Man Act violation, transportation of prostitutes across state lines for the purpose of prostitution at the Mayflower Hotel in Washington, D.C. You remember that? He resigned. Andrew Evilized Cuomo, who resigned as governor because uh, he would not only have been impeached by the state legislature, there would have been uh, criminal charges. So he decided, let me get out while the going is good. Look at Jim McGreedy, not McGreevy, McGreedy. The former mayor of Woodbridge, the former governor of New Jersey, who resigned because he said uh, he was getting too much flack as a gay American. That was all lies. It was because of uh, political corruption. He was going to be charged criminally, and he decided, let me get out while the going is good. And look at him. He has decided to make his political comeback, his resurrection, by bamboozling the people of Jersey City where Noam Layden is from, our news director, and more importantly, doing it in the most corrupt of all Democratic counties in America, Hudson County, whose capo di tutti is Bobby Menendez, the most crooked of all U.S. senators up on the hill in Washington, D.C. And he figures, hey, it's corruption central in Jersey City and Hudson County. I stand a very good chance of being elected mayor And going back to putting my beak in the trough, as I did for years as mayor of Woodbridge, New Jersey, uh, in the state legislature, and then naturally as governor of the state of New Jersey. So there's a history here. There's an absolute history here. And then the question was put to Arthur Idala by Sid Rosenberg about my veracity. And this was Arthur Idala's response. Is Curtis Sliwa a liar? Okay, there it is. No answer. That's all I need. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I hesitate. He, he's, he's creative. He's creative. No, not creative. It's the facts, Arthur. It's the facts. In fact, you need to know, yesterday after the Sid Rosenberg show, Arthur Idala went to the uh, monthly PAL luncheon that featured his law partner as the spokesperson, uh, the honoree, 
uh, before all the folks who get together to support the great uh, police athletic league run now by John Katsimatidis. And um, that's all he was doing, like a male yenta, giving uh, John Katsimatidis a cauliflower ear complaining about me. Don't complain about me because I cold-busted you. And then, as part of the comeback, Andrew Ivalice Cuomo, King Cuomo II, the son of Mario Facha Bruta Cuomo, King Cuomo I, was on with Rosanna Scato on uh, Good Day uh, New York on Channel 5. And uh, she asked him about the direction that the city is going. But, oh, he did everything to defend his newfound relationship with Eric Adams that has resulted in a deal, which I'll tell you again, I'll connect all the dots for you. I do not think the city is going in the right direction, but you can't play that uh, solely at Mayor Adams' feet, right? It's everything we've talked about. Post-COVID, it's different for New York City. You have a homeless problem. You have a federal government that isn't providing assistance. You have a state government that isn't providing any assistance that is MIA. Uh, so the situation can be impossible for a mayor. So again, let me go on record. The quid pro quo, the agreement has been signed, sealed, and delivered. This is how it goes. It was a uh, high five by uh, Frank Caron. The bag man for Eric Adams, closest to him of anybody out there. And Frank Sedio, who is now flacking for Andrew Evilized Cuomo. Again, they're both partners in a law firm. It's the law firm of Caron and Sedio. So they work together on this. And again, I'm going to lay it out, and I dare anybody. I defy anybody to tell me it's not true, like Arthur Idala, who's had to put his tail between his legs on this. They sat down at Junior's. Again, it was Andrew Evilized Cuomo with Frank Sedio. They cut the deal. And the deal is if Eric Adams gets indicted and is forced to step down because he's facing going to the big house in chains and shackles where he belongs for political corruption, then immediately Andrew Cuomo would step in because it would be a nonpartisan election uh, with ranked choice voting. Unfortunately, Jumani Williams, the public advocate, uh, who is so far to the left that every day he's mayor, he would destroy the city. He'd be in there for 60 days. An election would soon take place, this special election. It would be a sprint. Uh, and uh, favored in that process would be Andrew Evilized Cuomo because so many people would be running. You don't have to run with a party affiliation. And Andrew Evilized Cuomo, that's right. I know you're listening, Andrew promised, promised that you would keep all the Adams appointees on board if you become mayor. And they wouldn't have to worry about seeking a new job until 2025, the next regular mayoral run, unless they wanted to leave of their own volition. That's the deal. Signed, sealed, and delivered. Both sides. Eric Adams has signed off on it. Andrew Evilized Cuomo has signed off on it. Frank Sedio, Frank Caron. And by the way, there are a number of formal Cuomoites who now work in the Adams administration. But what they always leave out of this uh, equation, wrong day, Justin Ellick, is yours truly, Curtis Sliwa. Nobody brings up my name except on rare occasion. 
Cuomo, uh, according to people who have talked to him or who are familiar with his thinking, um, probably wouldn't run unless Adams were to leave the office for whatever reason. Um, he wouldn't run against Adams, but but Cuomo seems to have continued viability with with um, the base of voters who support Eric Adams, no matter what. Let's talk to Curtis Sliwa for this piece. No, I didn't. I, this is all about Democrats. <laughs> of course, but they're going to have to deal with him at some point, right? Of course, if, and his if cats. If you want to do this, and yeah. and the, the feral cats. <laughs> hey, there's plenty of time if you want to talk to the beret, I'm sure. You see, they know I'm coming for Cuomo or Adams or whoever survives this uh, corruptive cauldron of democratic politics. This hell bent on taking our city down. They know I'm coming after them, but they don't even want to mention my name. Uh, but we got to knock Cuomo out now because he is completely revising himself, taking positions uh, that he was at odds with when he was governor. And he believes that people are stupid. They won't remember what was said five seconds ago, five minutes ago, five days ago, five weeks ago, five months ago, five years ago. He's banking on that. I have a petition there to stop Cuomo. Stop Cuomo. It's on change.org. You can go to my Facebook page. Uh, you can go to uh, uh, my Twitter account, spread it around. We need to get signatures. Uh, we have Jen Harrison, uh, who is a regular guest with Sid Rosenberg, represents victims. She has uh, come on board. She's spreading it out. And uh, also from the Fox News channel, probably the main nemesis of Andrew Cuomo, who has represented the families uh, of all those who died in the nursing home crisis. Boy, she has been his number one adversary, Janice Dean. She's on board. She has tweeted out this petition. We must stop Andrew Cuomo now. He's reinventing himself and trying to bamboozle everybody. We need to collectively let let him know and everybody else know he destroyed the state of New York. He wants to come back and destroy the city of New York to have two notches on his belt. And, hey, Andrew, listening out there on WLIR with Pococo and Fredo over our collective dead bodies. Check this out. It's the Riff and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now. To the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. But the fire is so delightful And since we've no place to go Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow So all kinds of chaos, anarchy prevails in this city As Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan Mayor of the illegal alien, slips into the political abyss and uh, in his recent round of budget cuts, where he demands 5% uh, off the top of every agency, he cut the Department of Sanitation's budget by $5 billion, yet he's now spending money on expensive technology for snow removal 
during a time of fiscal crisis and budget cuts across the board. Where's the accountability? Ah, and, and he introduced earlier today what he calls Blade Runner 2 to combat a snowy winter. I'm proud today to announce Blade Runner 2.0, our state-of-the-art software which allows us to better track and support our fleet of approximately 5,000 vehicles across all five boroughs. Uh, With Blade Runner 2.0, we'll be able to track real-time progress more efficiently, deploy our plows and salt salt spreaders, and keep the snow and ice off our streets so that the city that never sleeps will never have to be stalled due to a snowstorm. Blade Runner 2.0. Maranamai, let me see. I'm trying to think what the hell did the movie Blade Runner have to do with snow. In fact, uh, wrong day, Justin Ellick, there's no snow in the movie. Uh, let me give you a little smidgen of what Blade Runner 2.0 was about. Quite an experience to live in fear, isn't it? That's what it is to be a slave. Gee, uh, quite a bitter experience to live in fear. That's the way most people live in New York City now. I'm trying to figure that out. That was Harrison Ford and Daryl Hannah, the future where there are bioengineered humans. What the hell does that have to do with snow removal? And, you know, <laughs> he again, he can't have a conversation, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, without talking about things having to be equitable. We can't live and can't see snow plows on the Upper East Side and not in Brownsville, not in East New York. We must make sure that all of our streets, with all of our pedestrians, with all of our citizens, are received fair distribution of resources. Every New Yorker deserves to feel safe and to have their streets rapidly and efficiently plowed. So everything's equitable. Now, you got a, an entrance and an exit off the 59th Street Bridge, a.k.a. the Queensboro Bridge, a.k.a. the Edcotch Bridge. Why can't they settle on one name for that? In which you get off on 60th, you get on at like uh, 58th. You think we could plow those streets around there because a lot of people would require getting on there. Oh, no, no, no. But what the hell do we know? You remember, I told you that Eric Adams' claim to fame of being a cop for 22 years and busting his shoes was a lie. You know what he did in the police department. You can look throughout my career. I'm a tech geek. You know, I was a, a, a computer programmer as a transit police officer. Could I hear that uh, again, truncated? You can look throughout my career. I'm a tech geek. You know, I was a, a, a computer programmer as a transit police officer. He was never a cop. He never busted his shoes. So anything to distract from the reality of dealing with a city where garbage piles up every day. And what does he do? He introduces Blade Runner 2.0 to combat a snowy winter, even though we haven't had snow in two years.
This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.